T minus 90 seconds and counting. All systems are good. So remember my riddle from last episode? What can you only see at night but is always around? Have you guys figured out that answer? Shout it out on the count of three. One, two, three. The moon. Congratulations to Yusuf H. on Twitter. They got it right. Now, due to the weird situation on Earth over the past several weeks, I've had my head in the clouds and beyond, thinking about one of my favorite topics, space, and more specifically, the moon. But why some say the moon? Why choose this as our goal? We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other things, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. That's right, know-it-alls. Take it from our old friend, President John F. Kennedy. Nothing good comes easy, but I promise you, this will be worth it. So put on your spacesuits and strap in, because Commander Jayus is taking you to the moon. Three, two, one. Moon and liftoff. My name is Bella, and you might know me as Jay is from TikTok or YouTube. But you're about to know me from this podcast, Know It All. And each episode, I'm going to help you become a know-it-all about something new. Here we go. JFK does pose a valid question. Why the moon? Well, for starters, I watched the new Netflix show called Space Force starring Steve Carell. Space Force sounds like a made-up, bootleg version of NASA, but it's actually a real thing. Space Force is a branch of the United States Armed Forces along with the other military branches. Here's their mission in the show. Our nation's internet, including Twitter, runs through our vulnerable space satellites. POTUS wants complete space dominance. Boots on the moon by 2024. To that end, the president is creating a new branch. Space Force. As a TikToker, I have to agree. The internet must be protected at all costs. So, Space Force, the show, is hilarious, but it got me seriously thinking about the moon. I mean, despite being an average of 238,855 miles away, it's still our nearest neighbor in space. So naturally, I wanted to know everything about it. And today, I'm going to share it all with you. The moon is due to have visitors from another planet. Okay. So before we dig in, I just have one small bone to pick. Why is it the moon? We don't say the Earth. Shouldn't we just call it moon? But then isn't it kind of confusing because we call other moons moons? At the risk of sounding like Seinfeld, what is the deal with the moon? And what's the deal with lampshades? (laughs) I mean, if it's a lamp, why do you want shade? (laughs) Yeah, pretty close. But seriously, does it even have a name? Yes, its official name is The Moon, but you can call it just Moon, with a capital M. According to Live Science, for most of human history, we didn't need a specific term to differentiate our moon from other moons for one very simple reason. We didn't know there were other moons. People thought that the Earth's moon was the only moon that existed until Galileo discovered four moons orbiting Jupiter in 1610. And since then, the definition of moon has expanded to mean any natural satellite, aka a small rock or ball of gas that orbits around a bigger rock or ball of gas. And while obviously our scientific advancement has expanded in the century since, there's still some lingering misconceptions about the moon. First of all, the moon is not made of cheese. And despite the Dean Martin song, it's not made of pizza either. Trust me, my boots would already be waiting in the sauce if it were. 
No, instead of cheesy, bready deliciousness, the moon's crust is actually made out of regular old rocks. It's a rock! A rock! A rock! It's a big, beautiful, old rock! According to Space.com, early scientists thought that dark stretches of the moon might be oceans, but it wasn't water. It turned out to be pools of hardened lava. Similar to the Earth, the moon consists of a crust, mantle, and core. But interestingly, it's shaped more like an egg or a lemon than exactly round as it's commonly depicted. The moon's shape wasn't even determined until 2014, a whopping 45 years after humans first landed on the moon. Planetary scientist Ian Garrick Bethel told the New York Times that the moon is shaped like a lemon with an equatorial bulge, if you can imagine a water balloon flattening out as you spin it. And here's a fun fact for anybody who's been stress-eating over the past couple months. It won't show up on the scale. At least, not on the moon. That's because the moon's gravity is about one-sixth of the Earth's gravity. So an object or person on the moon would weigh 16.5% of its weight on Earth, which means you'd be a lot lighter. So, for example, if you weigh 130 pounds on Earth, you'll only weigh 21.5 pounds on the moon. Sweet. Sounds like going to the moon is going to be the easiest diet ever. Awesome. On that note, I'm just going to take one more bite. Woo, wow. Sorry you had to hear that. Now, this next stat really blew my mind. There are more than 200 moons in our solar system. That's 158 confirmed moons plus 56 provisional moons for a grand total of 214 moons in the solar system. That's a lot of moons for nine planets. But hey, it's 2020. I get it. Not all planets are monogamous. That's right. Some planets have multiple moons. Jupiter and Saturn each have over 50. Mars has two. Some planets are single and don't have any moons. And Earth, of course, has one moon. And it turns out, our moon is pretty unique. After Jupiter's Io, it's the second densest moon in our solar system. Not to mention, it's the fifth largest overall, and it's actually the biggest moon in our solar system relative to the size of the planet. See, I told you, the moon isn't like a regular moon. It's a cool moon. And our moon is very, very cool indeed. It can get all the way down to negative 410 degrees Fahrenheit, making it the coldest temperature measured anywhere in the solar system. Brr, um, can I get a jacket? But I'm probably going to need to take that thing off soon, because daytime temps near the lunar equator can reach a boiling 250 degrees Fahrenheit. Can somebody help take this thing off? I'm burning up in here. I always thought moons were just for planets, but even asteroids can have moons. That's actually something that was discovered fairly recently in 1993, along with stonewashed denim. And let's just say, only one of those discoveries has passed the test of time. But back to asteroids having moons, because I would be remiss if I didn't say it. How freaking cute! A baby rock with an even babier rock hurtling through the galaxy together, trying not to run into a giant flaming ball of gas or get sucked into a black hole. Honestly, I can't wait for the heartwarming animated movie. But don't get it twisted. Moons aren't all tiny and adorable. They're also unexplored and mysterious. You've heard of the dark side of the moon, right? Sounds spooky, but it's just the Pink Floyd album from 1973, with a long-standing myth about the moon. There is no dark side in the moon, really. Matter of fact, it's all dark. The only thing that makes it look light is the sun. Precisely. According to the SpaceFacts website, both sides of the moon see the same amount of sunlight during the day, but only one side is ever seen from Earth. 
You see, the moon is tidally locked to the Earth and it rotates around on its own axis in the exact same time it takes to orbit the Earth. So we only ever get to see one side of the moon from our vantage point on this planet. But just for the record, NASA scientist Robert Frost posted on Quora that he has never heard anybody in the space industry or field of astronomy use the phrase, the dark side of the moon. There is no dark side, he writes. It's a phrase mistakenly used by people when they mean to say far side of the moon. The far side of the moon refers to the side we Earthlings don't get to see. In fact, the side facing away from Earth has only ever been seen by the human eye from a spacecraft. In January 2020, China made history by being the first to land a spacecraft on the surface of the far side of the moon. But how are we going to talk about the moon without talking about one of the greatest achievements in human history? That's one small step for man. One Those are the famous words of astronaut Neil Armstrong as he became the first human to walk on the moon on July 20th, 1969. And no great accomplishment goes unpunished. So, of course, haters had to say the moon landing was fake. But in a Penguin Books UK YouTube video, renowned astrophysicist Neil deGrasse Tyson debunks the moon landing conspiracy theory once and for all. Have you really thought about what it would take to fake a moon landing. Because the rocket did launch. We all saw the rocket launch, okay? So there's hardware there. They're they're like office buildings of blueprints for the design of the Saturn V rocket. The hundreds of of engineering hours that went behind this and the records of those designs. If you wanted to fake the moon landing, you would have to fake all of these documents. And it just seems to me, it's way easier to just go to the moon. (laughs) Has anyone considered that? (laughs) Yeah, going to the moon seems really hard, but faking it sounds even harder. To date, seven nations have been to the moon and a total of 24 astronauts have orbited the moon over the years. The only people to ever set boots on the moon are 12 American astronauts from the historic Apollo missions of the late 60s and early 70s. But the space race wasn't just an American triumph. It was actually a Cold War competition. And the Soviet Union won an earlier round in 1959 when they first visited the moon with uncrewed spacecrafts Luna 1 and 2. The last manned mission to the moon was in 1972, and no human has been back since. So you're probably wondering, can regular people go to the moon? Yes, maybe soon. SpaceX, which is Tesla CEO Elon Musk's company and Blue Origin, which is Amazon CEO Jeff Bezos' company, are both hard at work to make commercial flights to the moon a reality in the near future. But it helps to be rich. In 2018, SpaceX announced their first passenger launch would include a Japanese billionaire and a small group of exclusive artists, scheduled to take off in 2023. Um, can I go make TikTok videos? I promise they'll be out of this world. But what if I go to the moon and I don't want to come back? It makes me wonder. Could humans live on the moon? Yeah, it's possible, and there's been a renewed interest ever since NASA missions in the 90s suggested the presence of lunar ice, aka water, an essential building block to human life. If true, finding water ice on the moon could be one of the most important discoveries of the space age because it's basically transforming the moon from a desert to an oasis, 
uh, this would represent a supply of uh, rocket fuel that could be used to help develop uh, the moon or to fuel ships that would eventually go to Mars. So it potentially it's a very important discovery. Okay, wow, my bags are already packed. But beyond the technological and logistical nightmare, there's just one little teeny tiny problem with colonizing the moon. Space law. Word alert. Know-it-alls, you know what that means. I just got a word alert. Space law is the body of laws, agreements, and treaties that govern outer space. It's kind of a crazy concept since space is the final frontier. It's the Wild West to infinity. Like, honestly, how did lawyers get up there so fast? Space law is basically an international agreement between countries about the legalities of space exploration. And while we do not yet have a moon colony, visits to the moon have left loads of debris on the lunar surface, and astronauts have planted six American flags on the moon. Wow, already leaving trash behind? That's so American. But that doesn't mean the United States has claimed the moon. In fact, according to the Moon Treaty of 1979, nobody can own or claim the moon. But that's not going to stop NASA from going back, because they're currently preparing to send their next crew to the moon. In this new program we call Artemis, named after Apollo's twin sister, we will in fact send the next man and the first woman to the south pole of the moon. This time when we go to the moon, it will be sustainable. In other words, we're going to go to the moon to stay. Do you know what this means? The plot of Space Force isn't all that far-fetched. There really is a mission to put boots on the moon by 2024. And that's it for today's episode. It's been a journey I'll never forget. I can't wait until we take our next space adventure together. But for now, I guess the only thing left to say is, good night, moon. Hit me up on TikTok and Instagram at OnlyJS or Twitter at NotJS and let me know your favorite thing you learned about heists. And please smash those five stars and leave a nice review. It's super easy. And when you rate and review the podcast, it helps other listeners find me. Curious what the next episode of Know It All will be about? I'll give you a hint. What can make a home indoors and outdoors? Think you know the answer? Leave a comment on social and I'll give a shout out to somebody who gets it right in the next episode. Join me again in two weeks for another episode of Know It All. Know It All.